Let's look towards racing in Brisbane today. Eagle Farm is the venue. The track is a good four. I have weather fine in front of me. Let's talk to a man who'll be able to tell us just what things are like conditions-wise and weather-wise in Brisbane, Michael Maxworthy. Morning, Michael. Good morning to you, Richard. Yes, we've got perfect conditions today. Unfortunately, there's a lot of scratchings. I think there's four or five races where we don't have a third dividend. So when you're punting today, bear that in mind. We've got a few shorties as well, Richard, that... I'm finding hard to oppose, so I'm hoping for a big day on the punt today at Eagle Farm. Let's get stuck in. The first race today is for the two-year-olds over the 1,200 metres, the cutest two-year-old, where number two, Trifling, is a $2.25 favourite. Number four, Smart Recognition, $4. Number one, Nazori in there at four twenty, And Ashigaru, tab number three, is a $9 chance. But Trifling got that win on the board the other day, Michael. Yeah, and, and on form, clearly she is the standout here, Richard. But um, she has been up for a while. This has been all her first racing preparation. And she's been ultra consistent and got that deserving victory at the sunny coast. Uh, that was a couple of Saturdays ago at the Saturday Metro meeting. And she probably have to go back to probably near last here again and try and wind up and beat them in the straight. So there's a couple of things possibly against her today, but she's got the right form. I'm going to play number four, Smart Recognition, who's only had the one start at a recent midweek at Doombin. He ran second to one of his rivals today, Nazorian. I noticed that his trial, he was, was okay. He was better in that race start at Doombin. And I'm thinking there's still more to come. He's only had that one start. So I think he's going to have learned a lot from that. He's got the gun jockey and the good gate. Around about $4 is good for Smart Recognition. Trifling, definitely number two. One Nazorian, got a stretcher to 1,200 metres, but he's got the inside barrier. They've taken the blinkers off, visors on, just to try and get him to settle a little bit. And then number seven, Gucci Diva, 4217. Race two at Eagle Farm today will be an open handicap over the mile where we have number three, Namazu, as a $2 favourite fixed. Bit, uh, a bit more generous on the tote at the moment. Number, f- uh, number five, She's the Gift, $4.80. Two, Tears of Love, five fifty, And number seven, Sagacious in the mix at five fifty. The double-figure horses after that. But uh, Namazu, $2 here, Michael, for race two. Yeah, I think I'd be happy with that $2 um, with a horse like him. He's going to get the right conditions today because he's strong, this fellow. And although there's only a field of six, there's three horses that like to lead. Tears of Love, She's the Gift, Sagacious. So he'll just sit back and just curl the mow, mow the big fella. He's one of the biggest horses in training. He's only had the one start since coming down from central Queensland for O'Day Hoisted. And it was a terrific performance. He usually doesn't go that well fresh, but he did in the Sunny Coast Cup. He ran second there behind you know, the proper stakes performer in Shalo. So that suggested to me they're going to have a lot of fun with him this time in, and this is perfect today for Namazu. Uh, putting in number four star of Michelin, he's a big horse as well, so much so that he finds it sort of claustrophobic in the starting gates, and he usually walks out. But he does like Eagle Farm, and provided he doesn't miss it too badly, he can wind up and, and sort of make it interesting with Namazu. But it all depends on the jump for him. Two tiers of love, a last start winner here, and then number five, she's the gift. Three, four, two, five. Race three, we move to now the Mount Franklin Class 6 over the 1,400 metres. Number five, Love Sensation, looking for three wins in a row, is a $2.50 favourite. Number one, Rockamore, 310. Matawatapki is second up at $5. Number three, Stuttering, 
is a $5 chance out to the Cullinan and others at bigger odds. But love sensation trying to make it three wins on the trot here, Maxie, a two fifty favourite. Yeah, no reason why she can't make it the hat-trick of wins. Tony Golden keeps fighting these races that are put on for her with no weight. Uh, again, she's only got 53.5 on her back. And uh, the tempo looks to be nice here. I think Rocker Moore and Stuttering will probably sort of take it up early and she's going to sit behind with no weight. Finish strongly again. So I'm finding her hard to, to go against. Love sensation. Six, the Cullinan. Uh, I just think that he might want something a little bit further, but he's going well. And he could possibly be the uh, exacter horse or the Quinella horse here with Love Sensation. Stuttering, um, if he jumps okay, can be a little bit fidgety in the gates. He was good out two ago, and then last start he was fidgeting and was midfield away. But if he happens to ping straight to the lead, that's his big asset. Uh, and then number one, Rocker Moore, you just don't know what you're going to get with him. He's, he's inconsistent. Five, six, three, and one in the third. Short price favourite in race four here at Eagle Farm. This is a benchmark 92,200 metres. Number three, head of state, is $1.65. Number six, Scarlet Tufty at $5. Number four, Tappy's Ladder, $6 chance. And five, Hostage of War is there at $7. So head of state, $1.65 to go and repeat that pretty cushy win last start. Yeah, it was... uh... It was a good win without being anything special, but you know I, I really respect horses that carry weight over ground, and he had 58 on his back. He drops to 54, going up a little bit in grade, which is not a problem. So the biggest tick for him is, um, you know, he, he was a winner last start, this track and distance, and dropping four kilograms today. So I think he can win again, head of state. Number six, Scarlet Tufty, is going to love the 2,200 metres and he's got no weight on his back. He was just out dashed last start, clearly indicating, you know, I want further. Well, he gets it here. Uh, then number four, Tappy's Lad. Gap between runs. He might have just felt the pinch a little bit when fresh up last start at the sunny coast. So I think fitter today. And then Hostage of War, who usually goes out to lead by two or three lengths. Three, six, four and five. Race five now is a benchmark 72, the Sky Racing benchmark 72. 18, 10 metres, the journey. Look, Kapanki hasn't won for a while, but been all around the mark, tab number 10, and is a $3.20 favourite here. Eight, Portnoy, right there as well as a $3.60 chance. Number two, Warp Speed is at $5. Grinzinger Knight going really well at five fifty, And number three, Coup de, uh, Coup de Tenere is a $7.50 chance. But not a great deal here between Kapanga and Portnoy in the betting for race five. Yeah, the tempo looks to be Grinzinger Knight and uh, I think to a slightly lesser extent Portnoy. So I think they'll settle one, two. And Warp Speed should be able to get a nice trip just in behind them. He likes Eagle Farm and he's loving the country life these days in Toowoomba Warp Speed. He beat Kapangi last start this track and distance. And again, I think he might get the jump on Kapangi, which should give him a bit of an advantage again today. We'll go with him at about the 550, number two Warp Speed. Kapangi is the danger. And with the small field, it's probably going to suit him because he's got to go back probably second last or last Kapangi, but he should be close enough. The lighter the weight, the better because he's not a big horse. So it does look good for Kapangi today to maybe turn the tables on warp speed. But I'm going with the, the way they finished last time. Two over 10, warp speed over Kapangi. Number eight, Portnoy uh, on a seven-day backup. Just a little bit too keen last Saturday. So the blinkers are off. 
and back in distance, which is a good move for Portnoy as well, I feel. And then Grinzink and Knight, possibly the front runner. Two ten, eight and five. On to race six, Eagle Farm here. Michael Maxworthy with his form, thoughts and selections here. First leg of the quaddy is a benchmark 72 over the 1,400 metres. Number four, Comrade Rosa. Is she about to put it all together? She's a $1.70 favourite here. Number nine, the Red Kite. Resumed a winner the other day. Is at 4.40. Number one, he's the ultimate. Resuming here, 7.50. Then we hit those double-figure horses of Collet's Spirit and Lately. But Comrade Rosa, we've seen a bit of her down south here, Michael, and she's we know she has that bit of talent. She looks to go back-to-back here, but $1.70. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think that's okay, Richard. Um, she's the mayor by capitalist from No Looking Back, and she was trained at Randwick, where she was quite good, and she had no luck at Warwick Farm prior to coming up here, and then she was stiff not to win at Ipswich. She was a victim of a wide rail that day, and then she got her act together at Eagle Farm in the last race a fortnight ago. She absolutely blitzed them. I don't think this is any harder, but she does rise three kilograms. I think she gets a bit of cover, though, offsets that, and she'll have one crack at them in the home straight. I think she's a complete standout in the opening leg of the quaddy. You mentioned uh, a couple of newcomers to Queensland. He's the ultimate and the red kite. They're both um, newcomers up here. He's the ultimate. has got decent metropolitan, solid provincial form in Victoria. Now here with David Van Dyke. His trials have been okay. Latest, he was pushed out to win, but that was over a month ago. So I think um, he's obviously had a lot more work since then. Keep an eye on the market with him. He is getting blinkers first time too. He's the ultimate. The Red Kite, now with the Currys in Toowoomba, did win at Morfordville first up, but it was a benchmark 60. This is a little bit harder. And then number seven, Bahamut. But four looks the standout, Comrade Rosa from 1-9 and 7. Race seven today, class three, set weights, 1,200 metres, number 11, Enterprise Pom, $2.30 and the favourite, the fixed favourite at 2.30. The totes a whole bit of a different story. Number nine, Zavaboom, 380. 10 uh, Delith at 440 and then charge on at $13. That feels better as well. Enterprise POM, $2.30 fixed favourite here, Michael, for race seven. Yeah, these class threes, uh, trainers target these races. And uh, when you look at them, class three set weights and their, their rating, well, she rates 79 points and uh, she's got two kilos less than and a half the field that are on 59. So beautifully handicapped. A couple of other things. She's fresh. That's when she acts best. And this is her distance, 1,200 metres. I expect her to go to the lead. And I think she can keep on rolling today. Enterprise POM. Number 10, Delight, was excellent last preparation. Her two runs back, I'm not sure where she's at. I must admit to having you know expected a little bit more from her. But I know she's got the ability. So respecting Delight. Uh, number nine, Zava Boom. He's always running on from back. He's, he's up to 1,200 metres today, so maybe an older horse. He's looking for something a little further, so he gets it today. And then number six, that feels better. Gets a nice soft run to finish strongly. Uh, but I think Enterprise Pom is the way to go here, number 11, over 10, 9 and 6. Race 8 on the day is a benchmark 90,000 metres. The Bopper, number 2, he's there as a $2.30 favourite. Boom Nova resumes here for Chris Munts is $3.80. Number 6, Rubiquitous, a $4.20 chance. And number 4, Asamu. Want to see how he parades today. He's always had that something about him. He's a $5.50 chance. Glorious Ruby 16 and go goal for the upset of $41. But the bopper, $2.30 favourite for race eight. 
Yeah, he's a good sort of Samu, but he usually likes to get it his own way. He's always hard to beat, but I don't think he'll get it today. I think uh, Rubiquitous will put it to him. Over the 1,000 here, the closer they draw, the better. They sort of half jump on a bend. So gate one, Rubiquitous. I'd love to see him come out and ride him hard to lead, give him a bit of a breather. And he is a hard horse to get past. He doesn't sort of turn it up, Rubiquitous. So I think this is his chance to bounce back a winner today. Number three, Boom Nova. She's great over the 1,000 metres uh, at Eagle Farm. But because um, she's got such a good record, she's climbing up in the weights. She's now got 58 and a half, which could be a little bit of a steadier. I saw her recently in a jump out and she's had an official trial. She's going well. The bopper, well, his last two starts have been phenomenal. He has had a bit of an interrupted preparation. We know that he went around to the start at the sunny coast and they found a little bit of blood in a nostril. They scoped him. Everything's fine. But it has been a little bit of an interruption. The smallish field's probably going to suit him. He won't have to give away too big a start. and We know he's got a great turn of acceleration. So he can certainly swamp them in the home straight, the bopper. And then number four, Asamu. But key number six, Rubiquitous, at about the 4.20, 6.3, 2 and 4. We finish off race nine at Eagle Farm with a three-year-old benchmark 72 at the mile. Number eight, Hell of a Dancer, is a $3.30 fixed favourite, pretty clear favourite. Number 13, Sunset Soiree, is at $6.50. Number one, The Vows, going great guns for the Edmonds boys at seven fifty. And number nine, Porky, is in single figures at seven. $1.50. So, hell of a dancer, our three thirty favourite for the last of three-year-olds at the mile. Yeah, um, for Australian Bloodstock, um, you'll see their, their covers bounce out of gate one. Perfect booking, Andrew Madden. He's just got the great hands on horses that can get a little bit keen. She had blinkers on a couple of starts ago. They took them off. Um, gate one today, you'll just drop over her neck. And the significant point is that she's back to three-year-old grade. I thought she was good in the Magic Millions, Phillies and Mares. And then Vaccine just beat her last start, this track and distance. But she's back against three-year-olds today. I, I can't fault her hell of a dancer. Number four, Red Top. He's tough, this fellow. And he's going to get everything to suit today. He's going to get an opportunity to finally get some cover to tuck in. And that'll help him. Number 13, Sunset Soiree. Three starts have been really eye-catching, in particular the future. I think he's going to develop into a really nice horse. It's just going to be ugly in the big field. He's got to go back, give them a big start. But if he has luck in the home straight, he's got the ability to, to storm home Sunset Soiree. And then the vows, a little concern with him. He's put together three on the trot, but he's rising to 59 over a tough mile here at Eagle Farm. 8-4, 13 and 1 in the last at Eagle Farm, Richard. What, what are the best today, Michael? Um, I'm thinking 7-11 Enterprise Pom, and also uh, that one in the last 9-8 Hell of a Dancer. And I'd like to echo the thoughts of Gary Harley there and wish you all the best. Uh, Richard, it's been wonderful working with you on Sky Thoroughbred Central and on the radio on a Saturday. You're fun, you're professional. It's great that you're not going that far away. Thank you, Michael. And um, they're really lovely words. And wh what I will say is... Um, when when I first uh, sort of had an interest in racing uh, was probably during school, which didn't help too much with the school marks, but I soon moved to Queensland um, in the early to mid-90s and just, just to work and the parents had moved up there and I got into racing sort of more the catalogues and that kind of stuff and one of the first people I listened to on the radio was you. So wow. uh, at that time, so I, yeah, I... 
you're a voice and a person who I've listened to for a long, long time and uh, always admired. And they're, they're really nice words, Michael. So you're, uh, I suppose your your soundtrack goes back with me to the mid '90s in, in Queensland, and that was sort of a, an early taste of mean racing. Yeah, nice words from you as well, Richard. But the good part of it is you're just moving over into another section, so we're still going to see you around the traps. Good luck with it all. Before, thank you, Michael. Before you go, just a text line question there uh, from Simon. Uh, what's the feeling on Baller in the the Lightning today? Any any talk from Tony? As I mean, you're taking on Nature Strip, sure, but he's he's a pretty handy horse down that straight, Baller. Well, he is. His, his last three runs during the spring were super down the straight, winning the Bobby Lewis. And even his last start, Richard, he didn't have a lot of luck. Rock and Horse just got up and uh, Ball had finished alongside Nature Strip. Major, maybe Nature Strip had had enough at the time, but he's great down the straight. And I saw him at the Doombin trials on Tuesday. He looked fabulous. He looked sharp. He led the trial, won it in very fast time on his ear. And apparently he travelled with Zoo Style perfectly. I know it's a tough assignment today, but he's that good down the straight. I'd be suggesting you put him in your trifectas today because everything looks spot on for Baller to run well today. Okay. Thanks for that update, Michael, and I'll see you at the races soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Richard. Good man.